Hello, hi, and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to Soulfully Aware Podcast. I am your host, Keisha, and it is such an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. I appreciate you so very much. You are absolutely amazing, and I hope you know that. I hope you feel that in your soul, that you are wonderfully and perfectly made, you know? So we're going to start today's podcast with an affirmation. That affirmation is one that is very near and dear to my heart. It is one that I use in my daily practice of mindfulness. So the affirmation is, I am present. Take a moment and say that out loud. I am present. Being present is something that you would think isn't very hard to do. But I think for, for a lot of us, because of the way that our minds run, um, you know, at a constant motion, we're either, you know, living in the past, recalling memories, or we are jumping to the future and trying to predict what it will bring, you know, to us and for us. And it's definitely something that I have to think very consciously of. So I put into my practice of mindfulness, and let me just def- define for you what mindfulness is. Well, this is my definition of mindfulness. Mindfulness is being aware in the moment, aware that in this very moment, it is all that we truly have and it's all that matters. Um, so being in your very present state, you know, and that, that takes practice. It takes practice to come back and, and ground yourself. Um, I read a book um, called Peace in every step and I cannot pronounce the author's name but I will put it in the um, in the in the description piece in every step and it really um, teaches you how to be mindful and practice um, grounding yourself or coming back to center yourself in your breaths like taking that breath and allowing um, yourself to to really think about that moment in the air that's moving in and out of your body and focus on your senses what do you hear what do you smell can you taste anything what do you see you know what is it that you are really feeling in your heart at this very moment and because you know I struggle with anxiety um I I really put that into motion in my life of anytime things get really tense and even when it's not tense now I just stop and literally smell the roses especially if there are roses around I have plants everywhere um you know from my work to my home and so I stop and take a look at them and just um and and make myself uh present I always repeat to myself the affirmation I am present but I also um say to myself I am here I am here in this moment and this moment is all that I have and it's all that really matters to me. And it makes me aware, not just of myself, but it makes me aware of the relationship and connections that I have with other people and how important it is to to really um, not take for granted this very moment that we have with them and not let that pass us by because we don't know what the next moment, the next minute, the next hour, the next day, the next month, the next year is going to bring to us, right? So in that moment, be grateful and, 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 really, um, and really focus on what you have here currently. So yeah, um, we'll hop right into today's episode. So stay tuned. All right, thank you so much for sticking in there with me. So today's episode is titled, It's Not My Problem. 
get yours. I know you're like, what? What? What is this going to be about? <laughs> Just the title alone is like, what do you mean? It's not my problem. It's yours. Well, this this is a subject that's really near and dear to my heart. Like, seriously, it is. It is for me this everyday practice of not allowing someone else's issues or response to my truth to be emotional baggage that I pick up and carry on my own. It, it is simply not my problem. It is yours. And it's not something that I say to people out loud. You know, if I, if I'm speaking my truth with good intentions and their reaction is, you know, anger, frustration, um, or, you know, the other gamuts of, of emotions, I have to tell myself that, you know, I am not responsible for how they process these emotions. I'm simply not responsible for that. It is that individual's responsibility to really filter through those emotions and try to understand and identify where and why it triggered them. Because my truth is my truth. So as you know, in the first podcast episode, it, it, it was, you know, on the topic of operating in truth. And, and I really have put the best, my best foot forward and, and spoke my truth and, you know, continuously, uh, I am speaking my truth and I am operating in that mind frame and, you know, with the boldness and, and courageousness. And if I, you know, say, tell someone, well, this is my truth and this is how I experience this situation between you and I. And as a result, my reactions to it was X, Y, and Z. And if that triggers something inside of them, whether it be um, sadness or, or fear or jealousy or envy or all of those emotions that, you know, have negative, you know, connotations associated to them. Um, you know, what I used to do is I used to walk away really, really pondering about how I could have said something differently, how I probably should not have revealed that because it made that other person feel a certain way. And I would minimize how I felt to try to work through how they felt and what I could do to rectify the situation. Well, those days are over. Those days are over for me because I constantly tell myself, it's not my problem. It's truly not my problem. It's yours. I cannot continue to pick things up that don't belong to me. I've lived so much of my life. Here I am at 37 years old. And I lived so much of my life when operating in my truth and just speaking what in my experiences that I, you know, so much of, so much of that was, was me you know, trying to carry on, um, and, and walk through how other people, how other people felt, you know, and I say to, to myself and I say to you, you know, stop, stop, don't minimize how you feel or distract on how you feel and how you need to process and what your truth stands because of the way that it makes someone else feel, you know, I, it, it does not neglect the, the fact that, you know, I believe that when you communicate with someone that you have to be responsible with your words, right? You have to be responsible at how those words can target and, and mindful in the relationships that you have with people, not to personally attack them because of your, you know, emotional baggage and what your truth may be. Your truth 
doesn't have to attack someone else. If someone has, has wronged you in any way, your truth is that the way that I experienced the situation was very hurtful because you don't really know what that other person's intentions was. So you cannot, you know, in good conscience, like try to define that. But what you can define is how you received it and how you may have reacted. Listen, what you did, you know, what, what, how I experienced the situation was that it was very hurtful to me and it triggered some things inside of me. You know, I have to realize that boundaries are required for this relationship. And I have to step back and, and maybe think about how I want to proceed with the relationship with you. Because now the way that I am communicating with you is in anger and frustration. And I don't want to carry on that way. You see, it's not about looking at that other person and saying that you are awful, you are terrible, you did you did this to me in a personal attack, but it's reflecting on what your truth is in your experience. And by telling someone that, look, I have to I have to create boundaries. I don't know if I could proceed with this relationship with you because of how I experienced you on multiple occasions and how it triggers things in me. And if that person says, "Well, you're a fucking joke and you're an awful person anyway because you don't care about anybody but yourself. You're sitting here creating boundaries when you don't even know how that's going to affect me. And now I'm hurt and I got to walk away from this relationship with you feeling like I had absolutely no control." And so, you know, they're going to throw those personal attacks back at you. But all of those things that that was in response to what your truth was, was feelings that they have to process on their own. You know, if they're feeling alone, if they're feeling angry and sad, that has nothing to do. That's not your problem. That's not your problem. They have to figure that out, just like you had to figure out what you were going through to be able to even speak your truth and identify those that emotional scale that that you were on and how it affects you in your life. So I say to you, you know, stop picking up baggage that is not yours. It isn't. We we could that that person that you're in relationship could absolutely be at, at, you know, after you have told your truth at, um, you know, a low point, they're sad, they're crying, they're, they're devastated because of what your truth may have brought to them because of what your truth may have brought to them. But, you know, you couldn't process that for them, them feeling alone. They need to identify why it is that when you decide that you need to create boundaries in the relationship and maybe, you know, uh, possibly take some time apart, why it, it sends them into despair of loneliness because it triggered something inside of them. It may have triggered a childhood memory or a previous relationship with someone where they felt lost and alone. And then they are projecting that emotion onto you. But there's nothing that you could do about that. Just like you got to dig through your shit and get through all of that, you know, by yourself and that no one else could do that for you. You have to allow people to do that for themselves and stop feeling guilty and carrying that baggage and that weight from other people. I have this message like this is my truth. This is my truth. I'm telling you guys, I have been really being honest about how I am experiencing things and I'm no longer denying myself the way that I used to. And I tell you that I used to just hold on to everything 
that that I felt felt in my experiences with other people, and it, it honestly had never given them a fighting chance to to even try to rectify because I was just harboring all of those things, and I can't do that anymore. So I've had to have some very serious and tough conversations with people, and because I had been you know harboring those feelings and just compartmentalizing them, and I have to unpack them. You know, unfortunately for the recipient, it may be a long list of things, right? It may be a long list of things of how I have experienced them and how those things have built up and has caused, you know, us to me to have to like redefine, you know, the relationship or create certain boundaries or just to be able to be free in my own truth. And I'm sure it's very difficult for the recipients of of the information, um, especially because nobody wants to be told, you know, months or years later that something that they did affected, you know, another person a certain way. I know that I surely don't. I know it's very frustrating with me, but I had to be a big girl, put my big girl panties on and stop holding back things that I knew um, were affecting my relationships with other people to be able to clear the air. And as I did, I made sure that I wasn't owning the responsibility of their reaction and carrying that with me. Because in past times, I would lay in the bed and be up all night tossing and turning about how I could have said things differently to make someone feel differently. That if, and you know, I, I try my best that when when I am communicating I pride myself on being a good communicator, right? <laughs> I, I say that and it's so contradictory to, to me saying, well, you know, I compartmentalize people, but I I try my best, especially here in recent times, to not only be a good listener, which I really try to hear people that I hear. I try to hear what they're, you know, listen to what they're saying and just what they're saying before I, you know, truly respond. You know, the part that was missing to me was me telling my truth. Um, and, and now it has come together. So, you know, now I really try to pride myself on being, um, you know, a good communicator and, you know, it is just, you know, vitally important that as I'm treading down this, this, this path that I, you know, continue to stand in, in my truth and not allow, you know, other people's feelings to be projected upon me. I'm not going to allow for that to be, um, to, for that to carry through to, you know, the way that I proceed going forward. I've done it for too long and I just don't want to do it anymore. And, you know, I shouldn't have to, and no one else should, because we can't do anything about it. People have to own their own shit and work that out all on their own. So, you know, um, one of the best things that I ever did was adopting the, the, you know, the mantra to myself, well, that's not my problem. It's yours. It's not my problem, you know? And, um, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. This has been a, a wonderful episode. I really got the opportunity to get this, this off my chest, my chest and give it a voice. Um, so, you probably throughout this podcast have heard a lot of background noise. So this is what happens when you have a family and there are children and <laughs> there's just a lot of things going on and I don't really have a quiet place to, to record. So this is real life and this is my life and I thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day, a beautiful night. 
a beautiful rest with wonderful sweet dreams that bring you much clarity into your life remember that you are present you are here this moment is the only thing that matters you are wonderful and amazing and may you carry out the rest of your days with love and light and all the laughter that your body can handle love you guys thanks for tuning in